and welcome to another episode of the Defining the Dash podcast. My name is Mark Mullins. I'm your host. Joined today by my co-host in the studio, Brother Chad Clifton. Brother Chad, good to have you. Good to be here, Brother Mark. Hello, everybody. Brother Chad, I thoroughly enjoyed last week's episode Mm -hmm. about Cupid. Yes, sir. A lot of good information in that. A lot of things to think about. Some things to laugh about. Some things to cry about. Yes, You know. Um, but going on this week, we're going to pick up where we were at two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. If you, you would remember with me, I'm sure our listeners may remember, we done an intro episode into doctrine, and we're going to hit uh, a little bit of doctrine today, possibly. Uh, we're going to revisit doctrine and talk a little bit about that and kind of ease our way into some topics. That sounds good. But before we get too carried away, we must talk about a couple of dad jokes. Absolutely. Brother Chad, do you have any dad jokes for today's episode? I have one, if I can say it right. All right. <laughs> Try English. What? <laughs> That's what I fail at. Uh, Mike could get it in pig Latin or something. But <laughs> that works. There might be somebody out there. What was Moses' wife known for when she was throwing parties? Or what was she known as? What's she known as? I don't know. The hostess with the Moses. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I probably awesome. slaughtered that joke, but hey, it's still good. It's still good. I yeah. love it, man. <laughs> hey, brother Chad, you need an arc? Do you need an arc? Oh, possibly. I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we was gonna yeah. need one when the snows melted. It was looking like it. It was looking like it, man. All that snow coming down. Oh man, yeah, it was man. awesome. It was so I awesome. It's it beautiful. What blew my mind about all that snow, though, is I was looking out the back window into the yard, and I'm thinking, who in the world has been walking in my yard? Because it ain't been me. I've seen all those little tracks through the yard. Yes. And I've got more critters than I thought I had running around. <laughs> I didn't know why they were, but they were having a good time. Oh, yeah. They were having a good time. That snow didn't slow them down. No, it didn't slow, slow me down, but not them. <laughs> Brother Chad, let's talk a little bit today about doctrine. All right. Uh, doctrine. My question to start out with today in my mind is whether or not doctrine is important. Absolutely. Uh, a lot of people will, will say doctrine is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people will st- may even study doctrine, or they'll go to church and they'll listen to the preacher or they'll listen to their Sunday school teacher, and they like the idea of doctrine. Um, but when I'm thinking about doctrine, I'm wondering... How much do we know about doctrine? Right. And is the way that we live our life reflective in the sense that we really believe that sound doctrine is important? Right. So I guess those are a couple of questions. Um, I agree with you on that. A lot of times, um, well, I guess that can go both ways. A lot of times we may live to where our life's not reflective that we know doctrine. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we may live a life insinuating we know doctrine and really don't. Right. So I, right. that that can it's kind of a you know you can see both sides of the coin there that there's two different ways uh, of looking at that and um, because you know you do you do run into people who you're like man you know they seem to have it all together they seem to know all about this stuff and mm-hmm. then um, but. But do they really? You know, when you when you get looking down and and watching their life and and everything, do they do they really uh, seem to 
to mirror what the Bible's saying. Um, a lot of folks too uh, fall victim to false teaching, mm-hmm. and and we we live in a microwave world where everything you you kind of want it handed to you, right? And there's somebody out there around every corner wanting to hand you something, mm-hmm. and there's somebody wanting to tell you something all the time. Okay, but everything you're being told that has the word Christ or Christian or Bible does not necessarily mean it's truth. Mm-hmm. And so we have to really weigh that out in the balance. Now, doctrine is defined as scriptural teaching uh, on or theological truths. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if what they're telling us, we can't balance that with what the Bible's saying. If we can't verify it with what the Bible is actually saying, mm-hmm. then what they're telling us is not doctrine. So it's it could be doctrine, but it's false doctrine. It's false doctrine, right, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting uh, quote about from J.C. Ryle. Mm-hmm. Probably the only place I can bring this into the podcast. So, and I'm ADHD. <laughs> I just cut you off. I've been doing people like that at work all day today. You're fine. I You're fine. You go for medicine, it, brother. Uh, or more coffee. But uh, J.C. Ryle said, we should no more tolerate false doctrine right. that we would tolerate sin. Oh, very true. I don't know who J.C. Ryle was. It might have been Jesus Christ Ryle. I don't know. I'm not going to say it was, but it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I think you. I think you're throwing out false doctrine. I probably. Here it is. Here it is. I can show, show you a picture. YouTube. Everybody go so, YouTube. So we. So we it's should not accept quote. that no more than we should accept sin, Mark. It really is a quote. By, uh, by like John Calvin <laughs> somebody there's another one down here by A.W. Pink but I'm not getting into that go ahead all pink <laughs> all right, go ahead um, so in scripture doctrine refers to the entire body of essential troops okay um, of course we can read about some of that in 1 Timothy 1 uh, chapter 1 verse 10 and chapter 4, verse 16, chapter 6 and 3, and then, of course, it talks about it again in Titus, um, chapter 1 and verse 9. But mm-hmm. the message includes historical facts, uh, including those in the life of Christ, uh, but it goes deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we there's doctrines and there's truths about so many different topics that, that we often discuss or encounter in the Christian life. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, it goes deeper than just bi- biographical facts. Right. Um, Jay Grisham, I can't even pronounce this dude's last name, but Make- Macon, pointed out years ago that Jesus' death is an integral historical fact, but was not necessarily doctrine. Mm-hmm. But Jesus' death for sins is doctrine. Okay. Okay. Doctrine is scriptural teaching. Uh, the New Testament repeatedly emphasizes this value and the importance of sound doctrine. Okay. So, uh, all throughout the New Testament, um, again, 1 Timothy 6 and 3, it tells us about sound doctrine, mm-hmm. having sound doctrine. In 2 Timothy 1, 13 and 14, it talks about a pattern of sound teaching. Uh, in Galatians 1 and 8, it's a faithful proclamation of the gospel. Okay. Um, and it's encouraged believers to be faithful to that body of information that they had heard and received. 
um, you know, it's it's important that we, as I said a while ago, they're, you know, sound teaching, um, you know, in colleges, in churches, in Sunday schools. There's so many different, in the schoolhouse, um, there's so many places that may lead you against Christ. Sure. Um, that may lead you in a in a false way. And if we never study our our Bible ourselves and and don't know exactly what it tells us that is sound, that is solid truth, mm-hmm. then how are we going to know that what they're telling us is a lie? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Even if it sounds good. Even if it sounds good. And and that's why a lot of, a lot of times that's that's where we fall victim to it mm-hmm. is is when we hear something that, that pleases the ear and kind of stomps the old toes. Right. You know, if, right. if, if, it, if, it, if it pleases the ears, you know, we're, we're like, ooh, I'm going to go with that, you know, right. because the other option is, you know, getting your toes stomped for, you know, right. if you're doing something wrong. And, you know, rather than take that little bit of correction, mm-hmm. we, we choose to go, you know, with the pleasing ear, you know. Well, sure, man. It's it's easy. You've only got ten toes. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so if you get this toe, toe stepped on, especially the big toes, you're not gonna balance right. You're me walk, walking weird in Walmart. I get it. But there's also a caution on the opposite side of that, and mm-hmm. that is the side that sitting around, you know, our circles, right. and we think of some kind of doctrine that would sound good, that would kind of separ- separate us apart from uh, the bad people. Mm-hmm. And so we we create doctrines of our set from ourselves that may not even be anywhere in the Bible. Sure, you know, just as a means of separation from other people. And so, um, I remember you know years ago when I was in school, and I can't remember her name. She's on listening. Please email me your name because I can't remember your name. But <laughs> but I had a, I had a teacher in school in college, and she said, I think it was Karen something. Anyway. There's any Karens out there. It may or may not be you. Um, but she said, know what you know. Mm-hmm. Know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And know where to find out what you don't know. And I think it's got a lot to do with, with studying real Bible doctrine. you got to yes. know what you know. Right. Where do we know that God so loved the world right. that he gave his only son? Where's that at? John 3.16. Right. And so know what you know. Right. Know what you don't know. Yeah. Do you know anything about prayer or sanctification or salvation or any other hot topics? If you don't know about it, you got to know where to find it. Right. And if it's in the Bible, we need to look it up, study it for ourselves, and yes. we need to live what we know. Absolutely. And, and you know, um, this is one of those episodes where we're, we'll be, we're kind of discussing a lot of Scripture, so we're not necessarily doing a where's that in the Bible. We haven't done one of those in a while, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's going to be a lot of scriptures as we do these doctrinal episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be a lot of just uh, scripture discussed. So, you know, a lot of times when folks are listening to podcasts, they're traveling, um, they're maybe working around the house, they're they're doing something like that, picking their nose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, sometimes sorry. you got to focus while doing sometimes. that. I mean, you could really hurt yourself. <laughs> um, but you know. We need to be sure to, you know, go back and, and look up some of these scriptures. Right. Uh, you know, press pause on the podcast. Go, you know, pull your Bible out or pull it up on your phone. Uh, read through this as, as we read through, uh, you know, or as we as we discuss them. And, you know, be sure to, to study that out because 
you know, we would never want to mislead anybody if we could, you know, at all. Right. Intentionally. You we know. don't want to be misled ourselves. We don't want to be misled ourselves. So we're saying the same thing to us as we're saying to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's just as important for us to study it and to know it as it is anybody. Right. And so, um, you know, I have... I have heard so many times, like in, uh, I, I like listening to interviews and different things, and I have, I've heard people say some of the wildest stuff mm-hmm. that I'm like, man, that don't even, that don't even make sense. Mm-hmm. And these people have a mass following, right? Um, I had, I heard a guy one day. This guy pastors a church, and he. It, it would just blow your mind to even see this guy. Mm-hmm. And he got up and he said, and and this was on the topic of divorce apparently is what he was talking about. Okay. But he said he totally understood divorce because God was the reason he divorced his first wife. Hmm. Was because God was jealous of the time he was trying to spend with her and wanted him to spend all that time with God Sounds like he may need some medicine. And yeah, and he said so. The reason that my, my wife, my first wife, and I divorced is because of me trying to spend so much time with God. And when I would, when I would go try to spend time with my wife, God didn't like it. And you know, and he was really painting God in a bad picture. That's weird. And I'm like, I've never heard that, man. It, That's it wild. It was the craziest thing that I've ever wild. heard. And. uh I was just like, you have thousands of people sitting in the church house listening to you right now. Mm-hmm. You have thousands of people online listening to you mm-hmm. that are thinking in their minds, you know, if I'm going to be a Christian, I might have to just spend, you know, get away from my wife. Yeah, I might have you to get, get a divorce or yeah. you know, go on vacation by myself. Yeah. And, and, and I was like, what the false... I don't really, really want to even call that doctrine. Right. I mean, it's definitely false information. Sure. Uh, it's false accusations. Right. Um, fake news? Definitely fake news. <laughs> we, that, well, I was about to call out a station, but I better not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I'd hate to get sued by a news station. Let's not do that, man. We're, we're broke. We're, not, we're worse than broke college kids. Yeah. We're already in the red, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I guess listen to that, brother Chad. That story. I'm wondering to myself if 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 I were to make such a wild statement like that, or if you were to make a wild statement like that, mm-hmm. or if one of our listeners would make a wild statement like that. Maybe that pastor's making a wild statement. Listen to us. I don't know. But when I think about that, I'm wondering if if you're talking in a religious area, such as church. That's one thing. You know, if you're talking at when you're. Uh, your site meetings, you know, mm-hmm. or talking to your counselor and they're trying to adjust, or your your provider and they're trying to adjust your medication. Right. That's wild, crazy statements. That's one thing. But when, you, when you're in a leadership position, you're making those kind of statements, particularly in a religious setting. Mm-hmm. I can't help but to my, wonder to myself, can you base that off of where your doctrine should come from? And if his doctrine should come from the Bible, mm-hmm. then is there scripture for that? 
Not for what he was saying. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. And so yeah. and so the problem with that sometimes is that we just have get these like harebrained ideals that should I don't even know if that's a word, harebrain. I just made the one. <laughs> but these wild hair, there we go, wild hair ideals. Yes. You know, sometimes we're not even thinking right. And maybe the guy didn't have his coffee that morning. I don't know. Maybe. But but then when we're engaging with people, they hear what we have to say and they take some of the ways we live our lives or some statements we make and that becomes their doctrine. Right. Because they may not ever read the Bible. Right. And if the preacher or the teacher or the Sunday school or the business owner or the leader in the community believes this yes. and he or she or is a good person or a good man, then surely that's in the Bible. Yeah. I worked with a guy one time, and that's what uh, he told me. He said uh, he he was a, a vulgar guy. Mm-hmm. He was very foul-mouthed. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an alcoholic, admittedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told me, he said, I'm just as much a Christian as you are. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what's the Bible say about that? And he's like, man, I don't have to read the Bible. That's what the preacher does. Right. Right. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and really, and really, the the chance that we're taking in that from that perspective, the chance that the listeners are taking that I'm taking and that you're taking, is as big as eternity. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh yeah, At it's, it's definitely. Day. You know, you always hear of you know these situations being life or death situations. Mm-hmm. Well, this that literally is when it when it comes to to biblical doctrine and everything, it, it it literally is a life or death. It's a it's an eternal. Um, destination uh, choice uh, and so it's either going to be heaven or hell mm-hmm. and if you're if you're like the, the two gentlemen I've mentioned um, it's, it's not looking good right uh, because you're, you're not following anything that's biblically accurate right so really it sounds like brother Chad that our doctrine if we're going to have doctrine and everybody's got doctrine you know, it may or may not be biblical doctrine, but everybody's got a form of doctrine, uh, seemingly. But true, true doctrine, appropriate doctrine is is has to be biblically based, and it has to be able to be found in the scripture. Is that yes. correct? Mm-hmm. All right. So that makes sense. All right. So listeners, it took us fifteen minutes to establish that point. Okay, that's point one. So point number two. I'm just kidding. There we go. You need three points in a poem. Got three. Right, you got a poem. <laughs> I don't have any. We had dad jokes. That should count. Yeah. That should that count. That took the place of the poem. That should count. <laughs> so thinking about scripture, Brother Chad, mm-hmm. um, I love I love this, this scripture reference. It's found in 2 Timothy chapter number 3, verse number 16 and 17. And the Bible here tells us that all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Yes. And it's profitable for doctrine. There's that doctrine word. Mm-hmm. For reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And so thinking about Scripture, and though particularly that Scripture, when it talks about the, the Scripture being inspiration of God and profitable for doctrine. So I'm thinking about Scripture when I read that. And... The Bible says that it is inspired, is given by inspiration of God. So what that means is that scripture, true scripture, real scripture, is God-inspired or God-breathed. So it has its origin in God. Right. Right? And then it says that it is profitable. Now, depends on who you ask, 
some people say I'm profitable. Other people say I'm not profitable. You know, some people say I'm all right. Other people say I'm good for nothing. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I ain't got much. You know, we're, right now we're working on trying to get some uh, life insurance, and so I'm not worth anything now. But maybe soon I'll be worth a few bucks. I know what you mean. <laughs> Enough to bury me anyway, man. You know what I mean? But anyway, but 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 the, when we're talking about scripture, the Bible says that scripture is profitable and is profitable for doctrine. Mm-hmm. And so then the question is, what is doctrine? What doctrine, what we're trying to explain, is a doctrine is somebody's teaching. Right. Does that sound right? Yeah. And then it's also scripture is is profitable not just for teaching or for doctrine. But it's also profitable for reproof. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people, Brother Chad, are nervous about reproving, right. being be, being reproved, or reproving somebody else. Now, in our house, I get both ends of that, and so sometimes uh, my wife reproves me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on the receiving end of that. And sometimes I get to reprove our kids. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Not so much her. Yeah. There's she's, some battles you don't fight, man. Yeah, Just let it go. She's in the clear <laughs> yeah. all the time. <laughs> but what what that means to re- reprove is that means to charge with a fault. Okay. To reprehend. Mm-hmm. And so thinking about doctrine and biblical doctrine, when we're reading whatever excerpts we're looking at or whatever we're trying to study into looking at, we go at that and we have an open mind at that, realizing that this scripture may charge me personally right, with a fault. Sure. And that's what I was talking about a while ago, but it's, it's, sometimes it's, it's going to stomp your toes like that. It's mm-hmm. going to... It's going to bring correction, uh, which in order for there to be correction, it means you was doing something wrong to start with. Right. And so, um, you know, it, it's, it may be painful. Yep. You know, um, when I was a kid, there was times my parents had to, to whip me right. in order to change my actions. Nowhere near enough. And it, yeah, well, well hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Mom, Dad. Um, not really. But anyway, <laughs> we, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it was, you know, it might have been needed. Mm-hmm. It was needed uh, in order to, to, like I said, change my actions or to really um, keep me safe and, and, and that type of thing. Maybe I was doing something that was going to be harmful to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, it was not a pleasant thing. Right. Now, I can look back now and see that it was for my good. Right. But in that moment, it was a painful thing to go through. Well, by now, the, the, the switch has rotted. Yes. And and so now I'm even with it. You, say. <laughs> exactly. like, you it, live it on. It hurt me. I live on. <laughs> <laughs> now, where are you at now? Exactly. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we, you know, it, in the moment, it, it was painful. Right. And, and that's how this can, you know, reproof through doctrine can be, you know, hey, you know, anytime someone points out that you're not doing something right, it's mm-hmm. it's not pleasant. Right. And so, you know, that's 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 why I think that's why I feel like a lot of people just it's easier just to push that away and and move on. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, so, again, that goes right back to when we do that, we we're you know we're standing at a crossroads, mm-hmm. and we have to choose. 
Right. And when we're pushing that away, it's, 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 it, we're going the wrong way. And so another, according to Second Timothy, Scripture is also profitable for correction. Absolutely. Now, I think that's kind of interesting. You're just talking about being corrected yep. you know, a few times. And I've been corrected, man. I can, I can tell you some stories. Oh, I'm telling you why I can tell you some stories. Now's yeah. not the time or the place, probably, but there are some stories out there. Maybe next week, episode, probably we'll do not. the Doctrine of Correction. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> Sparing off the rod. Oh, hey, man. I mean, we'll get our parents oh. in here on that episode. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> but uh, correction, the definition of correction is to restore things to their proper use and place. Yeah. And so, first of all, we can get charged sometimes with a fault. Sure. We are reproved. Sure. But don't let that scare you, right? Right. Allow the word of God to restore things to their proper use and place. Mm-hmm. To do a work on not just our ears, but do a work on our minds and our, our hearts heart. yeah. and on us as a person. Absolutely. Uh, and then another, finally here, it says that the scripture is given by God, by inspiration of God, and it's profitable for instruction and righteousness. And what that is, instruction, now I know a little bit about instruction. Uh, I've done a little school in my time. I don't know how I passed, but I did. Uh, but so I know a little bit about being instructed. Being instructed means that we are being schooled. Right. Uh, instruction in righteousness is the schooling of mankind in true scriptural righteousness. And that's what we're going after. Yeah, I'm, I might get reproved in this. I might cor- correct it in this. Uh, but I just might simply be schooled in true scriptural righteousness. And so, and then, well, here, what I like about this, Brother Chad, is the reason why we do all of this. Mm-hmm. Verse 16. Verse 16 ends with a colon. So it don't end with a period. It ends with colon. And so we got to read on. So verse 17 right. says that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Right. So the ideal here is, and the concept is, that whatever good work the man of God or the woman of God desires, des- desires, desires, desires to perform, or however perfect they want to be, mm-hmm. they will find their best instructions or manual in the scripture. Oh, yeah. I like it. And that's the reason why. Yes, sir. So doctrine's important. Yes, sir. The um, I read something the other day I, I thought was, was pretty great. It said, the use of the term doctrine in scripture is important for at least three reasons. First, it affirms in the primitive church was, a, was confessional. They delivered body of information and facts about Christ and its importance to them. Mm-hmm. So they talked about how important Christ was to them. Okay. And how the information about Christ was important to them. Okay. The, uh, number two, the development of thought. It trans- transforms from pastoral to traditional teaching. Okay. So in early New Testament, it was reviewed mostly to pastors mm-hmm. and preachers. But then it moved to the apostles and then down to traditional teaching to lay members and, you know, as it went on. Um, And number three, it affirmed the indispensable link between spirituality and doctrine that Christianity is a way of life that's founded on biblical doctrine. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So So we live, a true Christian should be living, does live, Based off the true word of God. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't get no better than that. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Well, Brother Chad, I think that's been a great refresher course. 
Uh, Absolutely. To continue to dive on into doctrine. I hope that our listeners enjoyed that. Uh, I enjoyed it, I, but I like to talk. And Absolutely. so I got to talk. So, <laughs> And we got to fellowship. And we got to fellowship. So it's great. We, go. we got to define the dash today again, Brother Chad. Yes, sir. And so if our les- listeners would be, they're more than welcome. We'll give you a kind invitation right now to join us again next week. And we're going to delve on into some more uh, doctrinal principles, uh, but actually get into the weeds next week. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. May uh, always remember to keep it count. Make it make count. it count. Or keep it count. Or keeping it count. Whatever counts. We're just gonna count. It counts, counts either way. It counts either yeah. way. <laughs> uh, may God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us and have a great week. When I win this war.